across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Let me welcome to the show KZM Premier, Mr. C.K. Zikalala. Uh, Premier, good morning to you and uh, great to have you with us on the radio. Yes, thanks. Good morning uh, and thanks for having us in your program. Let's talk about um, some of the plans that you have in particular for this week. Um, you and your officials are going to be holding a cabinet day. It's on the 4th of June at Dandim Zinyati District Municipality. Tell us more about this particular program. Well, today we are out uh, in Dandim where we are on the program, which is called Operation Sukumasake. Operation Sukumasake, it's where we go to inspect and intervene on communities where uh, there are programs or projects that are uh, not moving. So we go to inspect projects, but we then engage in an intervention where there are problems where we intervene and ensure that those uh, challenges that are there are addressed uh, holistically. What are the particular projects in this area that have not been moving that you want to intervene on? Well, the first is the issue of the uh, agricultural projects that are in the area. Uh, We are working with uh, some projects like a Umchonazi uh, Agricultural uh, 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 Co-op, which we are helping here. We have identified it. With, uh, it has a great op- uh, potential, but for now it is not performing at a level that is envisaged. They were funded through the loan of ITALA, and we are now coming with the Department of Agriculture to ensure that we support them through mechanization, but also train them and ensure that they also get the market. So we are grateful to that. There is also destitute families where we've built houses for them as an intervention to their situation so that they are able to live in a different uh, environment like all other people. How long has this operation been going on for? Well, this is a program which is ongoing. Every month we identify one municipality and go to that municipality to ensure that we work with the municipality to intervene on issues that need us uh, as the government. Mm. But it is not a provincial-driven program only. It is driven from the province, but it goes to uh, up until what? where in each and every ward we have a structure which is called the war room, where they look on issues that affect the community, issues of social uh, life, like your challenges of drugs, challenges of teenage pregnancy. Then they come up with projects to try and mitigate the situation. We always support all of those uh, war rooms that are active in fighting against social ills so that the people live in an environment which is characterized by peace mm-hmm. and harmony. So, so how many areas would you say you've been able to visit so far as part of this program? 
Well, we've been able to cover all districts, uh, if you will count from 2019 elections up to now. We've been able to cover uh, all districts, I think 11 municipalities uh, in 11 districts. But we've not reached all uh, municipalities so far because we've got lots of municipalities. But the program is going very well, even where we've not gone to. But the structures that are there are functioning and attending to issues of service delivery. So one of the things that you have said is that in particular, you identify projects that have been stalled for whatever reason, and you try and and deal with with the problems that are are leading to um, these challenges. Are there success stories that you can tell us about so far? Maybe give me two or three success stories where your intervention has resulted directly in the turnaround of a project? Yes, that's one project which I've mentioned where uh, the group of the co-op was uh, trying to inter- to, to engage in agricultural uh, project which entails uh, crops, which entails dairy and pecari. There, this project was stalled uh, and then we've managed to intervene through government, provide them the support where they got uh, loans and uh, they are now getting the grant from the Department of Agriculture. They are beginning to, we have already linked them with big uh, uh, companies that are going to source from them. And it is one already, uh, 13 people uh, are employed uh, in this project. It is sustainable and it's going to be self-sustainable. So it is one of those that we would want to ensure that they remain as the legacy of this intervention. There are areas uh, where you will find that the community does not have water. Uh, And there are few uh, where we have intervened through this program as well. How? When they have no water, we normally intervene by firstly dealing with uh, or providing water through uh, trucks, uh, which is uh, water tankers. But we then conduct studies, uh, geo uh, uh, studies. Then we then uh, 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 where possible where we get that there is water, uh, put boreholes. That becomes a temporal measure while uh, in the next uh, period, maybe in the next financial year, we will then ensure that that project is allocated fund for a water scheme. Uh, that's how we intervene. Mm. So, so I suppose the bigger question is about the turnaround of of the projects, the specific projects that you would have intervened on during this this period from 2019. So, I hear you on the agricultural one. Um, would we really see the provision of water so much as 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 an intervention of turning a project around? Uh, because ultimately. If a project is not going well that is uh, about water supply, one would think that that is the obvious thing to do for for residents. But what about the actual water project that would have been stalled that needs to uh, be completed? You will find that in some cases what stalled the project is allocation of funds. You find that they don't have money, the department does not have money. Then the intervention becomes... 
and a short-term interventions which address the immediate needs while the department work on getting resources so that they will provide water in a scheme, which is a project that will then uh, be there for a longer period. Mm. Of course, one of the biggest challenges where water is concerned is that you you still have areas of KwaZulu-Natal that formed part of a list of 200, and this was an issue taken up by social partners um, that had not received any intervention of sorts, even under COVID-19, to get any form of access at least to, to, to clean drinking water. Well, I wouldn't say during COVID they couldn't because we tried our best to reach all areas. But water is needed, whether it is COVID time or not. We're trying our best. As I've said, we are using three methods. Where we have no schemes, uh, no infrastructure at all, uh, which brings water to the people, we use water tankers. And in areas where when we conduct geological studies, we'll find that there is water. We found that there is water uh, on the ground. We then installed boreholes. These two are short-term interventions. But the long-term intervention is to ensure that each community has a piped water which is sustainable. So we are intervening for a short term while we know that in terms of the long term, we are working toward getting resources to put infrastructure in those rural communities. In in terms of this meeting then with the community, of course it takes place while um, we're seeing an increase in, in numbers in as far as COVID-19 is, is concerned. Um, how are you going to ensure that these events do not contribute to, to the current problem? We try and uh, we are adhering to uh, the regulations and that's why we have limited the community meetings into stakeholder engagement, where we only meet with representatives of communities and stakeholders. And we ensure that we are below uh, the number. Uh, as it is said that we must not exceed 100. You find that we prepare for 50 people uh, mm-hmm. in a venue that takes maybe more than 200. But strict on who comes and ensure that all protocols and regulations mm. are followed accordingly. It's it's interesting, Premier, that you know you would be so precise in ensuring that COVID nineteen regulations are adhered to in your in your visits in the, in the province, and yet we've seen you last week and even the week before on public platforms where COVID-19 regulations were clearly not being adhered to. You were on stage, but you didn't seem to do anything about it. We tried to speak to that. Uh, when events are not regulated by us, it becomes a problem. And in this case, the event is convened by us, and that's why we're able to deal with the issues decisively. Oh, okay. So, sorry, I must have misunderstood because I thought that um, the the ANC in KZN was the one that was leading um, the the events in terms of the support for the former president. Yeah, it would be better if you direct to those who were preparing for the event 
than taking the matter to myself because I don't deal with the issues of preparations for that. Mm. And there are officials who were responsible at an ANC level. Uh, In the case of uh, where we are, we deal with issues uh, direct and we are intervening and short, strict adherence. Mm. Uh, to the process. You, you can, of course, understand the concern, though, um, Premier, in terms of, you know, at some point, as the Premier, you are expected to lead by by example. And how are the people of, of KZN going to listen to you when you say lockdown regulations must be adhered to, even in the setup of a, of a forum like what you're hosting today, when just last week you were part of, 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 of a program that, that wasn't adhering to regulations and at no point were, were, were even police asked to, to try and intervene in the matter? No, you should have asked mm. those who were preparing because police were trying. Were were, there were uh, interventions mm. that were made before. But I don't want to speak on behalf of other people. And this program is not a program for the ANC per se. Mm. It would be good if you will get the relevant people to engage mm. on this matter. Uh, f- fair enough. And and I suppose I'm asking you because you are the premier of, of KZN. Uh, I would yes, imagine and I'm that this... Yeah. as the premier of KZN, mm. not as a leader of the ANC. If you wanted to engage me in that capacity, mm. I would have preferred I would have come with uh, prepared answers on that and mm. engage you on that. Okay. Right now, it is a program supported by the department, by the office of the premier. Hence, I'm trying to focus myself on the work that is relevant for this program. All right. No, no problem, Premier. So what, what I'm going to do is that I'm just going to uh, take a quick call um, from Nompilo Dladia. In fact, let me do this. We're edging towards 10.30 where we have the latest news headlines. Let me go to Nomsam Dluli. On the other side of the headlines, I'm going to ask you just to uh, please stay on the line, uh, Mr. Zikalala, and then we'll take just one call for you before we wrap it up. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, so we're in conversation with the Premier of KZN, uh, Mr. Sikhe Zigalala. Today they're hosting a Cabinet Day. It's in the Mzinyati District Municipality, reaching out to communities about some of the challenges uh, that they are experiencing. Um, we've got a call here, Premier, from Nompilo Dladla, who is in Peter Maritzburg. And Nompilo, good morning to you. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for for calling in. You, of course, ask that you please, please be given an opportunity to uh, to speak to the premier because we weren't really going to take calls for the session. So uh, go for it. I'll give you about two minutes. Go for it. Thank you for the opportunity Mm. and a special greeting to the premier. Um, My concern is okay. I'm Nompilo from the Nazi Youth Development Foundation, and currently we are running a documentary around albinism and educational campaign and i am the campaign ambassador mm-hmm. we we are running a self-funded documentary where we have encountered a few challenges with limited resources however we have found research on how people with with albinism are suffering within kzn and south africa at large we have encountered numerous unfortunate events. One would be in Coxted where 
a family member was kidnapped and murdered because of the myths, negative myths around people with albinism. Mm. So one, uh, a member that was kidnapped was actually murdered and found in a, in a shallow graveyard. And we tried to approach different platforms, different government departments. However, there has, hasn't been any intervention. So, Premier, what support would you give us? And since it's, the, it's going to be the 13th of June, of June the International Albinism Awareness Month, we're not wanting to celebrate because we have nothing to celebrate. No action has been taken. This has been going on for years. Mm. All right. Nombilo, thank you for, for, for calling and, and sharing that with us. Uh, Premier Zigalala? Uh, thanks. I have been in touch with uh, Nati Zuma, mm. who is the leader of this project. And personally, I have met with uh, him. And we have agreed that where we can, we will support them. Mm. We know that uh, in some cases, they will need financial support. And we advise on how to do that. It will be better to meet with him. Uh, I will arrange that because we normally talk with them. We have intervened in a number of areas where people uh, who are living with albinism have been victimized. Whether you talk of umshabialingana uh, areas, umkanyagute as a whole, it is known, and I'm sure Mr. Zuma will lead this project specifically, mm-hmm. uh, who have met with me uh, personally, will attest to what I'm saying. So I will arrange that we meet them again and see how to take forward the issues they are raised. All right. All right. Thank you so much for that. Nompilo, thank you so much for that call, and we'll certainly keep in touch to uh, find out just what the, the update is in terms of uh, even the, the support that you are asking for. Uh, Premier Sitesikalala, anything you want to add before I let you go? No, let me proceed with the work of today. Thanks for having us in your program. We shall continue to ensure that we respond to all issues that affect our people timelessly and with a seriousness it deserves. Thank you. KZM Premier Sitesikalala, let's leave it there for today.